Welcome back to the Adams Board Podcast, and today we're sitting down with Jolene Robinson, and we're really excited to hear her story and all about her. And to just get started, tell us about your childhood and where you grew up, and yeah. Okay. So I was born in Wenatchee, Washington, which is right in the smack dab middle of the state. Um, they have apples there. That's where I think I got my love of apples. So it's it's there was one time a sign, I don't know if it's still around, that said Apple Capital of the World or something like that, too. So I've always thought of Wenatchee as that. Um, I have two older sisters and one younger brother. And my brother lives in Wenatchee still with his wife, and they have kind of a mixed family of children, but... Three, four, five, six, seven kids, I think, wow. <laughs> with the mix. And then um, my other, my sister just above from me is from, Na- or lives in Nampa, Idaho, with her husband, and they have seven kids as well. And then my oldest sister, Sheila, she lives in Bend, Oregon, and they have three kids. Okay. So kind of um, get that out. And, uh, we grew up just, my dad worked at Alcoa. He was a um, welder there, so just blue-collar family. My mom didn't work. She stayed home. Um, I remember there were definitely some lean years when we were trying to be able to make ends meet and whatnot, but um, I don't remember ever suffering from anything. We were never homeless, never didn't have electricity or anything like that, so um, I think that they just were very capable of knowing how to spend their money. Um, and we, let's see, I, I grew up there. I went to elementary school, the same school, went to the same middle school, went to the same high school for all those years. And um, and then I, I just remember having have, having fun. I mean, there were a couple times I wanted to run away from home, but <laughs> you know, I, I went made it down to the end of the street on my little Hot Wheel car when I was about five. But that's about the only time I remember trying to run away. Otherwise, we were happy. We played a lot. We had um, uh, our elementary school was just a block away, so we'd go there and play. Um, we had friends over. I'd have lots of sleepovers. And I have lots of pictures of those. Honestly, my memory isn't like that great about my childhood. So it's kind of hard. Normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the pictures that start to sort of like, oh, yeah, I remember that friend or yeah. I remember that dog and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so it, it was just it was just an overall decent, happy childhood. Um, I do remember slapping my brother once. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I remember more of the, the more difficult things yes. than I do about the better things. But um, no, it was, it was definitely, definitely just a decent childhood. Um, I, I, like I said, I never suffered from anything. Um, I got to be part of swimming. I loved swimming. That's Actually three of us, um, well, all four of us did swimming at one time for several years. And then my oldest sister started doing other stuff. And then my brother was into other sports when he got into middle school, I believe. Um, never got into music. I, I took choir, I think, in elementary school, but I'm not not big. I like to sing, but I'm not talented by any means. Um, the let's see. 
I share a birthday or shared a birthday with my grandpa on my dad's side. So that was always a special time for me because on our birthdays, yeah. he'd call me or I'd call him and it was only us that would talk. Um, so we kind of had that little birthday sharing thing. And I remember playing cards and uh, with him, especially he lived in North Dakota. Whenever they come to visit, we'd play cards together. And um, my brother... He built a clubhouse in the backyard and his friends would come over and hang out there and sometimes I got to go in and that was kind of <laughs> neat too. My brother and I are only 16 months apart. So we're a little bit closer in age than my my old my sister right above me is we're 2 years apart. And then the sister above that is 2 more years. Yeah. Uh, but I mean we all three of us girls growing up we shared a room together um and my brother had his own room and then as my oldest sister got older, there was another room. I think my mom just used it for storage at first. Well, then my oldest sister got to have that room. And so then it was just me and my sister that was directly above me. And I remember writing in my diary, and I still have this diary, stating something like, I am so glad that my older sister is moving out because, or moving into her own room because her and my other sister are just so annoying right now. And I was like writing in this, I think, while they They're were bugging me right now. <laughs> being really <Yes>. annoying. <laughs> but I'm right now we all get along. We all have, I think we all would definitely help each other out um, if anything came up. Um, so there's definitely love there and stuff. We're not as close as we well, I take that back. I mean, we're probably closer now than we were when we were younger, even though we didn't when we lived together. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's kind of the way it is, too. So, um, uh, so then I, after high school, I graduated from Wenatchee High, and then I went to Wenatchee Valley College and was there for, oh, let's see, that was... Graduated in 94, so that's going to age me a little. And then, <laughs> not too much. <laughs> not too much. <laughs> and then in, I went to college till 96, and I believe I'd gotten about a year's worth of college in that time frame. So I'd taken a quarter off here or there to work yeah. and make more money. And, um, and then in 96, well, it was the end of 95, I met Steve. He was my husband. And we met working across parking lot from each other. He worked at Taco Bell and I worked at Baskin Robbins and the parking lot was right in the middle. Um, so we'd, he'd work drive through and I, our, um, the way Baskin Robbins was situated, they had big windows, right? That looked out yeah, over the right parking lot. The so you could see, um, we didn't start dating right away. We, we more the end of 95, we're just friends and had a snowball fight once and that was tons of fun especially because he's from california and he had never been in snow yeah so he didn't even know how to pick it up or throw it so i was like oh my gosh really <laughs> so you met in wenatchee uh -huh. yep, okay. yep he was yeah he had moved up there you'll get to hear his his story yeah. on that one but he had gotten a job at taco bell and and i was i think he had gotten probably in the middle of 95 can't remember the years as much as he can and then um, and I'd been working for Baskin Robbins since May of 95. So a little bit before him. Yeah. And then he came along. But um, then the following in 96, February, we um, 
had a long chat. It was actually on Valentine's Day and we were walking home from work. I lived pretty close by in my own apartment and he walked me home. And um, so we were just chatting and we just kind of connected and he, he has a different story about why he wanted to go for a walk with me and everything. <laughs> so he'll tell you that. But um, he was, I have to say, he was so not my type. I mean, he was, um, he had a mullet. He smoked. Uh, I was raised LDS. I, I didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, and he was just kind of sleazy, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know the right terminology for for what he looked like or appeared to me to be. But I was also very friendly and kind, and I didn't like to uh, upset anybody. I'm still that way. And so, you know, when he asked to go for a walk with me, I'm like, okay, sure, that's fine. And um, yeah. and it just it happened to work out. So um, he ended up quitting smoking right away. He was actually off of, um, he was recovering from meth. He had gotten into drugs and stuff when he was in, uh, younger in California. And he came from a pretty rough childhood. Wow. So that that's in a why he was somewhat the way he was too. And then um, he, so all of that, he was already putting behind him. It was just the smoking that yeah. I had to, that I wouldn't put up with. Yeah. I mean, he could have kept on doing it, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to hang out with you if you are smoking. Cause that's just new to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, Let's see, he was, oh, we started, we started dating in February and then we were actually married the, the, that August. Okay, so, so we, pretty quick. pretty quick, yep, yeah. six, six months. He had proposed on Easter, of which uh, that was the time I told him yes. He had actually proposed prior to that a few times and I told him <laughs> no, because I just wasn't ready for yeah. that commitment. It seemed pretty quick to me, um, but, you know, we, we, we did just hit it off and so... We've been able to make do with that. Um, and then how'd you end up here in Spokane? Oh, gosh. that's Or tell it. us about your kids. <laughs> tell us about your oh, family. No. Yeah. So we had Wesley, who is 24. He just turned 24. In Wenatchee? He, we had him in okay. Wenatchee. Yep. He, uh, at the time, I was working for the YMC. No. No, I had him, or I was pregnant with him when I was working at Baskin Robbins still. And then I quit that. So I didn't want to be, you know, scooping ice cream and trying to reach over those big okay. barrels with a big old pregnant belly. So I ended up getting a job at a hotel and then left that after Wesley was born and um, stayed home for a, a short period of time. And then I got a job at a retirement home. It was actually a previous job that I'd worked when I was in high school. Yeah. So I just went back there serving meals to uh, senior citizens. It's, it was a very, um, it was a residence that people were very capable. They okay. came down for their yeah. meals and stuff. Um, and, and then he was two when I got hired on at the YMCA and I was just working the front desk. I've always been very friendly with people. So working front counter areas have been good for me. <clears throat> um, when think it was let's see um I was working at the Y when I got pregnant with Melissa they're actually four years apart so she'll be 20 this Sunday actually 
Um, so wish her a happy birthday if you see yes. her. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she's no longer, no longer teenagers in my house after Sunday. That's pretty scary. And, and then from there, I just, well, then we lived in Wenatchee for a number of years. Wesley started a kindergarten there. In first grade, he actually went to the same elementary school I went to. Okay. We were living in the same neighborhood, our general That's neighborhood. special, yeah. It was pretty special. I actually pulled out one of my old t-shirts that I'd kept, like souvenir t-shirts. I think it was like, I think it said, I'm a, I'm proud to be a Lincoln School kid or something like that. Yeah. I, and I had him wear it. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of fun to have that done. And, um, and then we... We had actually just bought a house in Wenatchee and things kind of went a little sour with me and Steve and um, he was suffering through some pain medication issues and uh, addiction and I was like I'm done I can't do this anymore um, I think we'd only been in that house for maybe a year if that and I was like I I can't I I'm, can't stay here and I wanted to be able to go somewhere where I could be supported. And I still had my parents in Wenatchee, but I wasn't going to get with them um, and burden their household. Um, but we ended up moving down to Nampa, or I did, with where my sister lives with her seven. Well, they had four, five kids at the time. Okay. And so I moved down there, and Steve followed <laughs> so it didn't really get away from him but at the same time we were able to figure things out he had done what he needed to do to try and fix all that um it's, it's a very real issue unfortunately those the addiction with pain medications and stuff so um but he he so he actually worked for heaven's best in Wenatchee okay. which is a carpet cleaning company yeah. and then he when he moved down to Nampa um, he got on with the company down there because it's a franchise. So he was working for Heaven's Best down there. And then when we, uh, we were down there for, well, we lived with my sister for about six weeks and then got our own place, bought a house, um, in Napa. <laughs> Holy cow. The, war the steaks down there were always growing. Like I could not go to church on a Sunday and sit next to the same person ever. Okay. I couldn't believe it. It was just insane. <laughs> um, so yeah, hard to it was it was hard to make friends there. and yeah. settle in, but um, you know we had a nice house. Our kids were getting acclimated to school and everything. Well, Melissa was only three, so she wasn't in school yet. And then, um, and then we were offered the Heaven's Best franchise here in Spokane, and that was so the guy who the guy who owned Wenatchee he actually was the regional owner i guess it, it it depends on how you know how things work with regards to franchises and whatnot mm -hmm. well he owned the rights to the state and so he had this one come up and he knew steve wanted to get his own at some point yeah and we had young kids they were seven and three and i was just like there's no way we could do this without having some kind of help or, or something else to give us a little bit of a kick well his bold boss and so the one who offered him this franchise said um that we could buy the franchise with no out-of-pocket expenses for the first year we still have to pay for 
our expenses, like for right. this for supplies, supplies. the van. Um, but he we didn't have to pay any franchise fees, basically. Okay. So it was basically an opportunity we could not pass up. So we moved up here. <clears throat> we lived in a duplex for a um, couple years, and then moved to another duplex for a couple years. The first duplex was over in the Pasadena area, so our our um, kids started at. Well, Wesley was at West Valley for third and fourth grade, and then Melissa was at uh, West Valley ECAP, I think, preschool. Okay. And um, and then we moved over in off of Evergreen and lived in a duplex over there, and they went to Adams uh, Elementary and then Evergreen <clears throat> Middle School. And then we bought this house that we're living in now, in it's been about 10 years okay <laughs> maybe yeah. 11 years so we've been here for quite a while and in yeah. the meantime the wards have split a few times and um and so we've gotten to know quite a pe bit of people in this general area just because of being in different wards and stuff yeah. so um i don't know what, what, no that's what perfect no um yeah maybe just tell us what you do for work now mm. and touch on that a little bit and then so i had mentioned that i got my two-year or not got my two year. I went to college for about a year while I was married. I finished up the second year okay. and got my two year degree. So I had my AA and I always wanted to go back to school and I wanted to complete that AA just to get that under my belt. Yeah. I wanted to be a mom. That was my huge goal. Wanted to be a wife. Um, so the career wasn't so much in my mind, but I thought at least get that two year degree and then I can choose what to do after that. If, I want to pursue things further. And I'm really happy I did that because a number of years ago, Pathway came out and I remember thinking, gosh, I wish I could do that. And I think our kids were maybe middle school. And so I was just thinking, there's no way I could Go back take that on right now. I mean, they're, you know, middle school, it's a tough yeah. age and stuff. And I was just like, I don't think I could go to school and do that or raise them still and be there for them. And so I put it off. I think I put it off for like three or four years. And then finally I was just like, I'm going to do it. I, I can make the time. We'll have a talk, discuss it as a family. We could figure it out. Um, I'm going to do it. And so I did and took me, I think about three years, four years. So I only had two years to do, but yeah. I took it slow. Took time, Some yeah. quarters, one quarter in particular, I took economics only. And I had tried to take economics for with another course another quarter and I dropped it because it was just yeah it was beyond me and so I I still ended up with a B out of it after but I was very dedicated to that one class and the the um, degree I went for was business management I primarily wanted to do that because of our business I thought you know if I had some more knowledge for different ways of managing a business, doing the bookkeeping, doing the taxes, all that kind of stuff, yeah. it could help. But it was also somewhat of an interest of mine when I was like accounting. That's kind of been an interest of mine since I was earlier in, in college. Yeah. I didn't want to be an accountant or CPA per se, but I just like the numbers and I like spreadsheets and yeah. stuff. So, um, so there was, I was able to go back and do some additional classes. Some of them 
were really helpful for our business. Some of them, not so much. Some have been just helpful for my own knowledge. Kind of cool to know that I could yeah. do that now. And, um, and I graduated in 19, 2019. So I got my you know bachelor's degree, which is a really good accomplishment yes. for myself, I felt. Huge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, in all that time frame, while raising my children, I'd actually worked for the YMCA. So I worked for the Y in Wenatchee after I left the retirement home. I worked for the Y in Nampa, and I worked for the Y here in Spokane Valley. Okay. So I'd been there a long time, had kind of moved through different positions. Um, front desk started. Eventually I was a business manager or an administrative uh, assistant is what my one of the titles was. And then I was I was in that position this was back in 2008 and then I was diagnosed with cancer so I didn't um, I had to go through chemo and radiation wow. and <laughs> I was just like at that point it was it wasn't a bad job but there were some changes happening and I just wasn't sure if I was fond of those changes and what it would mean with regards to my schedule and um, and just just the answering to people, the politics, that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I want something just more fun. And I missed working with people. I still love the numbers, but I love people. So that's a really hard thing for me because I can be totally fine back in a corner just working my thing. But... But then I do, yeah, miss the people. But I end up working in Child Watch, so working with kids, okay. babysitting, basically. Yeah. I was a glorified babysitter. And then I worked in uh, uh, the pool teaching water exercise to senior citizens. So, um, I don't know, I think that opened up my possibilities of just what I'm capable of doing and where I fit and stuff and just my knowledge like yeah. it was really neat especially working with the senior citizens just hearing so many of their stories um but then after so then I was still working there when I graduated from college and then okay. I um let's see so up until a few couple of years ago mm -hmm. okay. yep and then I got um a job with a CPA I applied for for this position or heard about it and applied for it and he offered me a job but I wanted to still stay with the Y. So I was working both jobs and that worked out great for a while and then 2020 hit, COVID of yeah. course, <laughs> the Y shut down. They kept me on as, uh, I wasn't working but they still kept me on the, the system as mm -hmm. an employee for like a year I think and then they finally we're like, all right, we can't, we'll just go ahead and take you off for now. Yeah. And in that meantime, I started working full time for the CPA. Okay. And so I wouldn't have been able to go back when they wanted me to yeah. anyway. And so that just sort of went away. It, it was kind of weird how in all those years that I was dedicated to the wine, it's just like non-existent now. But <clears throat> once the CPA, I was working for him for a while and the, I think I was there for, well, I le left last October okay. and it was primarily because of hours I was working full-time but then he brought me down to part-time and didn't um, and then that would have been fine for the most part but I like to keep busy so I got a second job anyway mm -hmm. and then he wanted me to come back full-time 
in October and I just wasn't I wasn't able to do that because I had this other part-time job that yeah. I really liked. So that's where I'm at now. I work for it's called 414 Management and it's a property management company and I'm the bookkeeper um there and I've been there since last July. So there's been a lot of overlap of jobs and careers because of yeah. me wanting to keep busy getting a part-time job here, part-time job there, but I work there at at the 414 for um, well, I've been there just over a year now, or just about a year. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, um, and it, it, yeah, it's been a good job. So I've enjoyed that. Perfect. Okay. <gasps> Before Woo! we get into like the church stuff, uh, tell us some of your hobbies. We all, a few oh. of us know that. You're, yes, <laughs> I'm the river rat lady. She's a river rafter. <laughs> yeah. So we can't forget to put that in there. Oh yeah. No, summer is my season. So if, if. Just about any evening or weekend or Saturday, you'll find me on the river early on in the season, especially with our raft, because we just love um, hitting the rapids. And when you're going on a tube on the rapids, you'll flip. And I don't want to flip. Yeah. <laughs> so I love going on the raft. And we were able to go, oh, my goodness, probably 20, 30 times already this summer. Wow. It's been crazy. Yeah. I, I've I've gone several weeks where I went almost every day. Um, and then this week, I haven't been able to get out, but um, the the river's dropping terribly. So I don't know yeah. how much more we could oh, go. But, sad. but you know, that's, that's where you will find me. So I love river rafting. I think that that came about when I was, after I was diagnosed with cancer. Okay. I've always loved water. I love the ocean. I've loved the lake and stuff and I love swimming I was I mentioned that as one of my sport things and in, in when I was younger but um it just I think that I wanted that risk after going okay. through cancer I wanted something that could just excite me but was not that dangerous. I mean it is yeah. dangerous but to me it wasn't like that dangerous yes. yeah. and so it was just kind of the thing that I started to pick up doing and Got some other people involved that the my I have another friend that she goes very frequently with me, so we do it often as much as we can. And then uh, um, I like to read when I have a good book. And uh, I used to do scrapbooking, and I kind of still do, but it's just hard to find the time to yeah. do that. I'm several years behind, <laughs> okay. so <laughs> I'm not. I haven't kept up on that, but I definitely like to do it. And then. My husband and I, we generally like to hang out at home in the evenings and watch um, uh, Criminal Minds or, or Stranger Things. Those are some of our favorite shows. Um, and Last Man Standing. These are also like Netflix or DVD ones. We rarely watch TV. It's just, yeah. it's just yeah. watching these consistent shows. I swear we've watched Last Man Standing probably 20 times with all the seasons okay so we were faithful wow. of last man standing people right, tim out. allen he's he's a great okay. actor <laughs> um yeah hey. i think that that's kind tell of tell us about you know maybe your journey with the gospel or some turning points in your life sure. that you so i think that the well one big turning point was when i well when my husband when steve asked me to start dating because I was actually planning on moving to Arizona. Um, I wanted to get out and just experience life somewhere else rather than just being in Wenatchee. And, yeah. Um, I still had that goal of being a wife or a mother and a mother, <laughs> but um, 
I think that, you know, I was willing to wait. And about when he came along and he swept me off my feet, so to speak. And he was a very uh, dedicated individual to um, getting me to fall in love with him. <laughs> so it was hard to resist his devotion, I guess you can say. And, um, and I ended up... Uh, I hadn't like bought a plane ticket or gotten any place to rent, yeah. but my roommate and I, we were talking about it and that was our plan was to go there. I think it was that summer if I remember correctly. And, um, and it just never happened. So that was one turning point with regards to the route of my life. Right. That could have been yeah, <laughs> him yep. totally drastically yep. changing. Yeah. Moving to Spokane was another big route change. Uh, cause we would never be home or, um, business owners yeah. right now. I think it would have changed quite possibly my career choice. Maybe I still like bookkeeping and stuff, but if I didn't have it for doing our business, I don't know if, you know, I, it just might not have yeah. been there for me. And when I was taking a lot of those classes, some of, some of the ideas I came up with, with, um, like in small business creation classes, there were several ideas that I have pondered and still wonder. And yeah. so we'll see if I make something out of those, yes. <laughs> but those are just kind of my dreams that are down the road. Um, and, but yeah, that was another big turning point with regards to my testimony. Um, I was raised in the church. I wasn't, my mom was a member, but my dad was not, but he was always very supportive. Um, came to, primary program. I came to talks, came to baptisms, that kind of stuff. So he, he was definitely supportive, but my mom was basically a single mom raising her kids in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know we did family home evening, family prayer, scripture. I remember my dad usually just sleeping on the couch, snoring <laughs> away while we were doing these things, but you know, he never had any qualms with it. So, yeah. um, that was, that was neat uh, to be able to experience that. And then, um, so I think just having that background a little bit made it easier for me to, um, accept the gospel, I guess. Cause it was just like, you know, this is, I, there was nothing not to believe in. I loved, you know, the, um, the topics, the, the standards, all that kind of stuff within yeah. our church, um, but I never really worked on my own testimony. And it wasn't until uh, I was a young single adult and was going to the single adult ward that I started to feel more of that. Um, and then Steve, he's not, he's not, a or wasn't a member. So he was a convert and he started going to church after we met okay. and he was taking the discussions and we, that helped me. Honestly, I think that, you know, Lifetime members, I really think we could be blessed and use the the discussions yeah. for our own testimony building as well. But because um, I think that that really helped me. And then just, you know, being more responsible in the single adult ward. I, I was one of the counselors in the presidency. And so it just we just had a, a great group that I felt very connected with and with having that part of the gospel, I think that helped to grow my testimony of the, um, 
just of the gospel too. The kindness that people showed, the love that people had. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a good experience. And, um, and then that, and I just remember thinking, you know, a lot of good feelings were had during this whole time frame. But when I was studying the Book of Mormon as one of my college classes, I've, I've studied it off and on for years, but this you had to really delve into. Yeah. That I think is, and this was, you know, just in the last five years, six years, that's where I really felt that things really clicked with me with regards to the testimony. So and I've had a testimony of various topics yeah. over the many years, but of the church overall, I think that was more hard to come by until I was really studying the Book of Mormon. Oh. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think when we start to doubts arise and then you just dive deeper in, yeah. you just feel it more. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think anything else you can think of that we didn't touch on before we, I know I'm trying um, to think what else the, what else the questions were. Yeah. What, what have caused you to trust in God over the years? Oh. I feel like we've touched on a lot of things, but yeah, yeah we have. What I if, mean, I didn't really talk about like different uh, plans of what, like going to school or moving, you know, and I think it's always been very important to pray about those things and, um, and feel that those answers come. I think that's also been a hard thing to do uh, or to accept um, or recognize. Maybe that's the better word because it's like, oh, well, you know, I think we should do this. Well, let's pray about it. Well, what did, what did you feel? Did you feel like it's okay? Did you, and then you just kind of accept, yep. you know, whatever it is. And, um, I, I think that uh, like when I was, when I've been through hard things, that's usually when I turn to Heavenly Father the most. And so during cancer and for a time, me and Steve were separated as well. Um, during moves, you know, just during, those more difficult times um, was when I felt the closest to Heavenly Father and recognized the miracles in my life at that time, or maybe not at that moment in time, but later on when I looked back during those hard times, it's like that footprints poem. Yeah. You know, it's it, the one set of footprints in the sand, it was then that he carries you. And because that was the hardest times of your life. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And I actually have the footprints poem in like three or four different places in my house because I love it. And now <laughs> cancer-free? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. cancer-free. So that was in 08. I did chemo radiation, and then I had to have surgery. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so I have the scar for heart transplant um, patients. We belong to the zipper club, if anybody ever okay. uh, tells you about that, because <laughs> it looks like you have a zipper through your just, sternum. Wow. So, um, but yeah, that was, that was in 09 was the mm-hmm. surgery, and then... I think, I don't know, my last appointment was probably 2016 or 17, maybe. So, and then even still, I hadn't had anything for several years prior to that. But they still have you go for quite a few years. So, yeah. Perfect. I think that's... Well, to finish up, what does being a follower of Christ mean to you? Um... There have been so many good answers with, with this right? question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying, I don't want to like repeat what people have said, but at the same time, it's exactly what it is. Um, I think showing love 
is huge. Being an example is another uh, big part. Um, if you're being a follower of Christ, it just means that you are demonstrating the values that he demonstrated. And so, you know, showing that love or that kindness or that caring, um, all those are, are being an example or be, are, be, are, are being a follower of Christ. When you, when you're doing the things that, that he emulates, you're following him. I don't know. I probably just totally stumbled all over no, my words, but <laughs> well, Thank you once again, Jolene, for sitting down. I loved hearing all about you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thank you.